Good. And I think we're all right. So we're going to try this for take two. So greetings, fellow readers and travelers, and welcome to episode 15 of Stats on Stats here on the Penultimate Conquest. Today's topic of discussion is Cyber Squad Level 1. Before we get into our discussion, we've got a few things to just go over for housekeeping. If you're watching this on YouTube, consider dropping, dropping a like and a subscribe. And don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for all of our amazing shows like The Cross Media Show, The Penultimate Game Show, Anime Nation, and The Marvel Mondays Initiative. And Stats on Stats, but you're already here for that one. <laughs> if you're watching this on Twitch and have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give out. And we'd love it if you gave it to us. If not, it's all good. No worries. This week on the penultimate conquest on Monday, we have the Marvel Mondays initiative MCU rewind where they will be discussing Dr. Strange. Tuesday, join the cross media show as they discuss their review of Ghostbusters afterlife. And on Wednesday, our fearless leader Ruben will be opening more Pokemon cards. So stick in. I'm hoping he gets a squirtle this time. I, I just I hope he gets one. Just not a Chimchar because no one likes Chimchar. Boo. Ah, thank you, Joel. Anyways, <laughs> as you know, my name is Richie Stevens. I am the lit RPG expert here on the Penultimate Conquest. Joining me today, eh, I, I just don't have a good introduction for you, Joel. The, the guy who has my back in video games? I, I don't know. Uh, Joel Harvey. Joel, how are we doing today? Your best friend and awesome co-host, this guy. I'm Joel. Best Hi. Yeah, I'm doing best friend. Okay. I'll, I'm doing I'll amazing. Do uh, this is going to be our second take for those watching it on YouTube and recorded apps. So we're good. Doing great still. <laughs> All right. And joining us for the first time and author of Cyber Squad. Award winning author, Anna. Anna, how's it going today? Great. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. This is going to be very exciting. And sorry, I, I got a notification. I apologize. Joining us for the first time as well. And also the first time we're going to have a four person squad or I guess three person and cyborg. Maybe I don't know. Um, <laughs> the voice of Cyber Squad, Zach. Zach, how's it going? I was good, but now that I'm here, I'm just fantastic. How are you? Oh, we're just wonderful and that just like that voice it's just sound like, quality is just we love on it. point pristine oh, thank you. we love it so, so he's actually my voice so we maybe look a little bit different he and i but he is he's the voice of my books so he's, <laughs> he's, gonna, he's, he's gonna voice uh, many of my books hopefully so basically yeah he's my voice can't wait. I, I can't wait so we're going to be talking about Cyber Squad here, and uh, Cyber Squad is a very, very good book. It is right now sitting at 17 reviews on uh, Audible with uh, all five stars across the board. Just a perfect five star rating. I am going to read one of these five star reviews. Uh, it's written by a guy named Rich Stevens. Uh, I don't know who he is. He sounds pretty cool, uh, but he gave it, you know, five stars in overall, five stars in performance and five stars in story. And the title of this review is Squad Up. Have you ever been afraid of VR? I know I have. Cyber Squad is a book that focuses on the dangers of VR can, cap or can have and captures it very well. 
The Cyber Squad will put their lives on the line to protect others in a VR world and make sure the game will operate smoothly. If you're looking for a new book that captures a future setting, fast-paced action, and a hint of romance, this is definitely the book for you. Now, my question is, will you join the Cyber Squad? Yeah, I will. I'm scared of VR, but I will. VR makes me sick. <laughs> I I get like really bad tunnel vision, but hopefully okay. this this VR will get. <laughs> I, I can do it. Would join it. Okay, you sure? I mean, it's a lot of money, but there are certain risks. See, you know, like like I think the perks definitely weigh it out. Like the perks would definitely be my uh, my go to. You, you mean the girls and gimps walking around? <laughs> Hey, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, no need to attack me. You're right, but still no need to attack me. Um, um, it's okay. I, inv I invented the guys in games, so we're good. <laughs> so uh, before we dive into our thoughts on the book and everything, of course, I mean, I just told you my thoughts on it, but we'll get Joel's and we'll get Zach's thoughts as well. <laughs> Since, you know, he, he kind of read the book and did all things with it. Anna, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, what got you into writing and all that stuff? I've basically always been writing since I was a little child. I was writing uh, since I was able to hold a pen. It really started very early uh, for me. And um, But before I became a novelist and started to write books, I first uh, went into the uh, film industry, I went to film school, um, studied screenwriting, became a screenwriter, worked in the film industry for a couple of years, and then I worked in the video game industry as a, a game writer, which is why I know the industry quite well, and this um, was also an, an inspiration for Cyber Squad. And yeah, then finally I uh, made my childhood dream come true and um, published my first novel, and that's what I've been doing ever since. And uh, speaking of your first novel, I'm just going to go ahead and, and pull it out just to make one person in the chat a little jealous because I know he's, he's in here. But uh, Anna was kind enough to send me a copy of her first book, which is Behind Blue Eyes, and it's really oh, good. Oh, no, that's not my first book. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, the no, no, the no, first no. book in the cyber school, uh, cyberpunk era. Yes. Yes, that's, we'll my, go with first, that. that's my first cyberpunk <laughs> book. But uh, I, have, I have published um, a couple right. of books back in Germany in German. I've been with a big publisher back there. And okay. then uh, uh, since I've uh, been living in the U.S. and I started writing in English and uh, publishing here, um, Cyber, uh, um, Behind Blue Eyes is my uh, second book in English and my first cyberpunk book and the first book in a long series. And I'm glad you like it. <laughs> it it's, it's really good. It's actually been like I have like a kind of a bookshelf on my um like bed frame and everything so i uh definitely have it like sitting right there so i can read it a little bit before bed and like get my cat to curl up next to me and then i just you know try to knock out a chapter or two but the chapters are really long and i like it i really really like it they so are. i'm gonna set that back over there but it's signed it's probably one of my most prized possessions now it's gonna go on that bookshelf as soon as i get done reading it and uh joel do you Joel, do you want to ask the question for Zach? Oh, uh, 
yeah how'd you get started with uh voice acting and uh gamelet eventually so way 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 back in the day i think it's got to be like 10 years ago i first no maybe it was seven it was a long time it was nearly a decade good god um <laughs> i first started um doing little voice work for like fan projects a lot of what i did was star wars total conversion mods for games so i would record like trailers for um do you remember the game sins of a solar empire if you ever played that yes Yes. Yeah, so was a, did you ever play Thrawn's Revenge Ascendancy, the mod? I'm the I'm Imperial <laughs> Um, And I did the voice in the trailer, and I also did the voice of the Rebel Officer in that game. Um, I also Bitch. did Star Wars Fallen... Re so I've done a couple. I've done Star Wars Fallen Republic recently. I was also the Imperial Officer. Turns out I'm very good at playing very snooty characters. Um, <laughs> Telling you that the Empire cannot afford such expenditures at the moment. Um... <laughs> that was the first line I ever recorded for uh, anything. I love it. <laughs> and so, so after that, I kind of just, you know, wandered around doing stuff like that for a little while. Um, and then finally, I think I was at Comic-Con. Somebody mentioned ACX to me. Didn't really know what it was. I looked it up and I was like, wait, seriously, you can just audition for stuff. You can just put your voice out there. And I had a good enough mic to start doing it. Um, so I got a couple of books that way. I uh, had really no idea what I was doing or the amount of work involved. I learned the hard way very, very fast because I had to do all of my own editing on my first few projects. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I still occasionally will do that. We'll do that. But most of the time I, I defer to uh, an engineer because they just work faster than me. Um, I started doing that. I kind of um, didn't really think there was much of a career in it. Went back to school as a math major. Then suddenly, so I was paying for that by working at Starbucks. And right around the time COVID hit, I was sitting down in the changing room, just like, oh, my God, this is stressful. I get an email going, hey, I've got 10 audiobooks. I know you haven't done it in a while, but do you want them? I'll pay you. I was like, well, guess I'm doing that now. And then that was about a year and a half ago. Now I'm here. All now right. he's my voice. Cool. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, he's perfect job, by the way. Just just want to say, like, there's a reason I gave it five stars across the board. Just Thank perfect you. combo. I, I, I love it. So, Joel, why don't yeah. you go ahead and, uh, you know, share your thoughts on Yield Cyber Squad level one real quick? Uh, yeah, so. I don't know. Did we go into like. Synopsis yet? I, I mean, I gave the the my review, which kind of like briefly touches on what yeah. the story is about without giving away too much because I'm saving all of that for the spoiler section. Okay, so... We're going to have a spoiler section. <laughs> Cyber Squad is basically this... Uh, starts with the uh, character is Kai, uh, the main character, and he is an awesome gamer. Uh, he loves to play uh, Tessota, which is a like high fantasy uh, MMO RPG game. And I will say like right off the bat, one of the things that I really loved about this book is just how many uh, different gameplay uh, styles uh that there are throughout this book so like starting out there's this like base uh 
capturing game mode with like high fantasy and then later on there's like a bunch of like cyber fighting it's almost like rainbow six siege missions or like uh capture the flag um so yeah uh awesome like gameplay like writing uh they also do dungeons um Oh, okay. So Kai is uh awesome gamer. He hates his IRL job, you know, like any gamer. And uh <laughs> so he uh basically tries out for a a pro gaming league and doesn't get it and he sees these uh cyber squad uh ads hey join cyber squad uh well, and not just that they were targeted specifically for him okay yeah that was kind of cool a little creepy but with the world they live in <laughs> i think it's fitting i think it is absolutely it, it is fitting. absolutely fitting but is a little creepy <laughs> okay all right. Well, so I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. Uh, I'm definitely going to give a big spoiler warning. Like when we get to that point, this show is going to be very spoiler heavy. So if you haven't read Cyber Squad yet, I would recommend just muting us for a little bit or pausing and then coming back. Um, or if you're listening to this on the uh, podcast apps and everything, I will have a timestamp in the description saying, hey, this is when we'll get out of the spoilers. We're not there yet, but just. Like I said, I will give you a brief warning just to let you know, because we are going to go spoiler heavy because Joel and I got some thoughts. <laughs> we got we, we got some thoughts and I, I have some uh, what I would like to see happen. I'm not saying, hey, don't don't put this in the book or anything like that. It's just stuff I would like to see happen. Um, But yeah, so like the cool thing about like the ads targeting Kai, it's like recruiting him like he's on their radar. They know who he is. They're impressed. And I mean, he he plays a, a game called Behind Blue Eyes. Like, you know, it's it's pretty cool because I mean, just like, you know. <laughs> you, play, you play a cyborg. I wonder what it's referencing. That's, that's the cool <laughs> thing about it, right? I mean, you play a killer cyborg and you go around and all kinds of fancy stuff you can do. Has maybe has to do with another book series I have. Maybe I'm not quite sure. Maybe not. <laughs> Rich, I think you're uh, Mike. So um, I actually muted myself when I when I grabbed the book. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's pretty cool. This has a reason why he is being targeted. By the way, it will. I won't spoil it why but it will be uh very clear uh at a certain point why they have targeted i'm curious now and i'm very much anticipated you know what if you haven't read cyber squad by the way uh, i'm gonna go ahead and plug it real quick uh cyber squad is out on audiobook paperback and kindle it's hardback as well anna is there is there a hardback yeah you can all find it over on amazon it's it's really good definitely definitely check it out uh, the audiobook is really, really, really good. It's just really good. 
Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed. Um, also, book two just dropped on Wednesday, and we're oh yeah, it's it's just good. It's really good. But book two is now out. Uh, Cyber Squad level two, and that's out on uh, Kindle right now. Is paperbacks available for that one, Anna? Paperback, hardback, and audio is coming in January. Yeah, we it's just got to wait until January to get that that sweet sweet performance. <laughs> I'm excited to bring it to you. Uh, hey, we're excited yeah. to you know enjoy it. Like I'm probably going to listen to it in a full day at work. Oh, excellent! Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's be... how I get through my that's how I get through my books is I listen to them at work and <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story when we get to the spoiler section. All right. Because I, I got some uh Oh I have a story. <laughs> We're gonna oh, wait okay. though. <laughs> so you have, then you will have more fun with uh book two, certainly. I from, can from what that. I've read of book two, I, I'm already enjoying it and I, I am also terrified. But As we won't well. talk about that just yet. <laughs> no. Okay. Um you know what? We're going to go ahead before we, because, like I said, this episode is going to be very spoiler heavy. We'll knock out this question. Uh, Zach, let me pull up the questions really quickly because our lovely yes. Zeckler actually submitted questions. Oh, I love um, that. And they're both kind of the same. They're in the same premise uh, for Anna. You can tell us if this is going to be a spoiler and it needs to be in the spoiler section or not. Um, Zeckler wanted to know who was your favorite character in Cyber Squad and why? Is that a spoiler question? For, for me, I thought. Yeah, that's for you. Yeah, uh, no, for me? you. Zach's Zach's is a little bit different. My favorite character in Cyber Squad. Um, yeah, it's, it's certainly Kai. Okay, he he he's he's a literal delight. I love Kai. He's probably, I can definitely relate to him. Like before the series, my uh, the main character in the System Apocalypse was kind of like my go to with how like who I could relate to. Until I got to this book and now it's a little bit more uh, on Kai's side than it is on um, the main character from System Apocalypse. What I love about him is that he is he's really he's really a good guy. You know, he wants to do good and he is he is ready to jump in and protect his friends and, and even if it gets really dangerous he he will stand in the line for his friends and for, for people he cares about and um even though he is an amazing gamer and he is really very talented and highly intelligent uh, he still um, is very modest, and that's stuff that I really like about him. And he's also, you know, very nerdy, and yeah, he's just, just awesome. All right, and we'll go ahead and dive into the second question, which is for Zach. What was the best part about recording the book? Oh, man. Like, what was your um, favorite part? Honestly, I think it was the moment I finally got Lex's voice right. Um, because I remember uh, Anna and I were talking. We'd meet beforehand to kind of discuss how the characters were going to sound. 
And most of them I got within a couple of tries. Lex took me, I think, seven or eight tries to get right. And I just remember <laughs> there was this pose that I struck when I voiced her on the take that I got it. Because I was saying like, okay, what would she be doing when she's sitting at her computer, like doing all this stuff, doing, you know, using her neurology PhD and just handling all of this complicated, all of these complicated sort of things with really a frankly frightening ease. And, you know, just assuring the team there. And she said like, she kind of be just sitting back in her chair, like either like having like a lollipop or something in her mouth or like chewing bubble gum and like doing. So literally every time I voiced her, I would make a motion like I was chewing bubble gum and twirling it on my finger. Literally every single time I spoke. And I don't know why, but that was the funniest thing to me because awesome. I loved like, and it was the best thing hearing back, you nailed Lex. And I think it was just every line of hers because it was gratifying because that was one of the hardest characters I think I've ever had to get the voice right on because you know, she, she my my range because I have a certain depth. I obviously can't do like a you know, I can't force like I'm trying to sound like a female character. That would sound ridiculous. But so there's like a limited tonality. So with her that I can do. So with her, it was all about getting that, just getting that attitude right. And I swear it was that pose that did it. Every single and I, that was just so much fun to me. Just getting into the physicality of that character. So I it think was, you did it was so amazing. amazing. You did so. I, I love what you did with Lex. It's so fantastic. It's it I was mean, really really good. I don't know what Joel's doing right now. He's doing something. He's he yeah, he just can, like can you, smoothly us, comes back into frame. Can like, you give us a taste of Lex, Lex, please? Well, I'm here to make sure you log into VR properly and save your sorry ass if anything goes wrong. <laughs> Oh, baby. <laughs> like, just, so just, I, every like, I don't even think to do this. I do this like instinctively now. It only hurts the first time a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so the the perfect way, the perfect line you delivered was when she goes, nice choice after he customizes his character for the first time. <laughs> And it's the Cyberpunk 2077 reference because I actually yeah. streamed that game when it first came out. Like I streamed it on night one and I got to the character customization. Uh -huh. I went, whoa, all right, that's a thing. So I had to turn my camera off really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got to that and I was just having flashbacks. I was like, oh my God. And it, like my face started getting red because I was like, oh God, Kai's going to feel the same way I did. Yeah, and she watched and of course... Uh... Oh, she watched well, everything so and she enjoyed it. So friggin' funny. Yeah, that's, I love I love she, she did it so great. Zach did that so great. I was I laughed out loud when I heard that for the first time exactly what you're saying when she comments on his uh, choice. She just got a nice choice. <laughs> oh, I'm not talking about your costume. Oh god, it was it was perfect. But I would say Joel, I'll have to get your your backup on this. Um like when how I picture like you just in the like your booth recording Topher is just like you're just like sitting there with your arms crossed and just like like striking that like strict pose like I'm the leader like I'm here in some when he had to do that yeah like it would be um when he had to adopt that but most of the time the description I got for him was he was kind of a big brother to the team so yeah. most of the time believe it or not I was actually kind of just doing this just like hey guys let's go win those games and then 
when he got into leader mode, it was like, all right, we need to stop screwing around. Go get the flag. Come on. It was, it was just, it was all, you know, it was shifting between a variation of that stance you just did and a very sort of open sort of stance. It's that kind of thing is why I stand when I record is so I can do that sort of thing. But yeah, actually you're not far off. I'm glad I could call that. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a couple other characters that I, I, I have, a, I, I just have like an inkling of how you recorded them. Uh, but I'm gonna save that for the spoiler section. One because I can't remember one of her, one of their names. And Anna, you asked me about her specifically. You're like, how do you, how do you feel about her for Kai? And I'm like, mm, I, I don't that's, know. It's actually, something I'd like to hear from both of you guys. Uh, so, what, what girl is the right girl for Kai? We're gonna save that. We're, we are gonna save that because that that is a conversation I do want to have. Uh, okay, so spoiler section. I yep. Understand. So here I'm gonna go ahead and throw up the spoiler warning. We're right at the 25 minute mark for the episode. Everything from here on out for until I, you know, say, uh, or if you look at the timestamp in the description, is gonna be a spoiler. So let's go ahead and just start from the beginning and work our way through it. So when Kai gets the invitation to join Cyber Squad. Like when the book first opens, it's. I feel bad for him. I really feel bad for him. He's in a pretty much dead end job. That restaurant sucks. And I was actually listening to this in an Uber with a, a guy in the back seat. Like I was taking him to a different part of the town I, I, I live in. And it was about a 30 minute drive because traffic. And he was listening to it and he was just like, wow, his boss is a bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, she kind of is. He's like, well, if I get you for Uber again, I'm going to ask you about how this, how, like, what does he do? Does he end up quitting or something? And I'm just going to be like, yes, yes, he does. He really does. But like, I, I just felt for him. I felt heartbroken for him when he gets the rejection notice from the esports team because he's a good gamer. Like his gamer score shows it. Like it shows that he's an overall great player. And I just felt bad for him in my heart like just kind of like it broke a little bit joel what, do you, what 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 about you like what did you think on you know his boss being you know a typical boss exactly we all had such a boss once oh life. very much so uh yeah like i'm right there with you like that that definitely sucks your camera's frozen oh okay don't worry about um, it i'm just letting you know I think to... he's mastered telepathy. <laughs> too. Okay. Yeah, I'm Dross. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I definitely fell for him, uh, but he, it kind of like led to him joining the Cyber Squad. So, not not all terrible, right? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean. Some pretty shitty stuff's gonna happen to him here in a little bit, but uh, what what's what's next in in the book, Joel? After he gets you know the job for Cyber Squad, he what has to do like a four hour commute to work every day? Oh god! Um, Thank God for audiobooks, right? <laughs> right. I just imagine him like listening to audiobooks on his way to work on the train. Um. Yeah. So. He, he joins up with them. We talked about his character creation a little bit. Um, he, yeah, he meets his team. 
he uh do we talk about his team not yet not yet um well we talked about the topher yeah and lex yeah so i don't know to me lex totally reminded me of the uh oh the uh, mechanic from uh gosh why am i blanking so hard on this no no i got cindy vibes cindy yeah a little bit but um no what's the uh give me the game dmc Uh, oh from dmc5 yes Oh, what is her name? I forgot her name. I've only played that once. Yeah, so I uh, I never played it, so it's not. It's it's good. It's it's a fun game. I just can't remember the character's name. Yeah. Uh, but Joel, go on, Joel, go go on. Nico, no, is it Nico? Yeah, it's Nico. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah she drives the van. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I I I kind of got those vibes from her. Um, okay, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they start testing out uh the uh like sort of like a Rainbow Six Siege uh game. It's it's behind Blue Eyes, right? Three. Behind Blue Eyes three. So, yeah, I have a question for Anna. Where does, like, Behind Blue Eyes 3, uh, is that the same, like, book series as Behind Blue Eyes? Or is Behind Blue Eyes, like, book, or, like, game number two? Like, this is a spoiler? Like... (laughs) So I had the idea to connect those two worlds, uh, which are basically, uh, they are obviously two worlds two different ones because the future kind of lives in is uh, um the future of of behind blue eyes uh would never happen in kai's future it's it's just uh it goes in a completely different direction both is kind of a little bit uh dystopian and both is cyberpunk but it's it's a different world so they are but they are both connected with each other and i, I wanted to connect them i have so i have a character in Behind Blue Eyes, uh, who is playing Tesota, and uh, so so this this was already okay. there for before I I wrote uh, uh, Cyber Squad. I had this character, and he is he's playing this game, and it's also described. The game mechanics is described. Later, he will uh, um, he will also play um, um, Steampunk Twenty Twenty. Which is like the big game everybody is waiting for and anticipating because there is a big hype about it, and that's also the next game um, Kai and his friends are going to test. By the way, in book three, um, <laughs> so this is the connection from from this side and from the other side. I I decided to make the world of of, of Behind Blue Eyes uh, a game. So it's it's a fictional it's a fictional story it's a fictional world in Kai's uh, world, and it's a game series uh, which is very very popular and it's like it's a shooter game but um, 
yeah, it's uh, probably if if you would merge, um, yeah, Ra Rainbow Six is probably a very good uh, example. Rainbow Six and and Cyber uh, Cyberpunk uh, twenty seven seven. Put those two games together, and you will get Behind Blue Eyes, and it's the third game. And so there is also um, characters from from the books uh, in the game, like Nephilim. Uh, so this is this okay. is the connection there, and. Um, I thought that would be, yeah, just a funny it's, idea. It's it's really cool because I I was reading Behind Blue Eyes, um, which I'll just go ahead and give a quick story on how I actually got into your book, Santa. Um, I saw that I someone had retweeted your uh, tweet about oh Behind Blue Eyes is free for a limited time. It was like for a weekend, so I grabbed it on Kindle. And I sat down and started reading it. I was like, oh, this is really good. And then I saw the promotion for Cyber Squad. Uh, coming out and I was like oh that looks really really good and so I ended up uh, dropping a follow on Twitter and then you had messaged me about it and it's like hey do you want to you want a coder or something I was like yeah yeah I would love one so I when the book finally dropped I like as soon as it like you sent me the code I had uh, bought a gift copy for Joel so that way we could read it together and listen and kind of get through the series just so we could talk about it and oh my god, it was just so good. It was really, really good. And I'm now so I'm like, happy. and that makes like my day, <laughs> so big time. Me too, really. So now I'm like, I have you know my Kindle, and I have the uh, physical copy of Behind Blue Eyes. It's like, do I continue with Behind Blue Eyes or do I keep reading Cyber Squad Level Two? It's like I don't. I'm torn right now. I'm really torn. But it's just it's it's so good. It's it's really, really good. And Joel, the face your frame is frozen on is creeping me out, buddy. I'm uh, sorry. I, you can't tell, but I'm nodding along. On this on this frozen frame. He's like I, I think he looks I think he also, looks coming through your example. the audio is coming through your uh, webcam now instead of your actual mic. All right. Technical difficulties. We need the cyber squad. This is like the perfect episode to have technical difficulties on. Yeah, speaking of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know what's worse, this or a Bethesda game right now. Hey, oh, um, Shots I, I, have to, I have to comment sometimes. So what I would like also to, to, to mention, because you mentioned it before that you liked it's, it so much about, about book, uh, um, the, that there are different game, uh, games now in it's not there and, anyone. and game systems and, um, there we I, go. I, I appreciated that that you noticed that and that you like that because I I yeah I wanted to bring in um, the concept of the whole series is that they are going to play and test a variety of of different games and so we have the Tesota which is which has PvP and and PVE with dungeons and everything and and then we have of course Behind Blue Eyes which is the shooter and we have Capture the Flag and so on and book two you will see another uh i think which is a very funny uh pvp sequence in tesota and um so yeah i'm i, I worked in games and uh, so game design and game development of course is um something i love and uh i wanted to bring in different game mechanics of of, of very uh different 
um, games into, into into one story, into one book. And it was it wasn't easy to to bring it all together. I have to say, but I am happy it worked. That was it, I mean, it, okay. it, it worked really good. Uh, Joe, you're a blank screen, but your mic's I am. Better, so I am no longer making a face, but right, I'm it still works. Here. It's fine. You're good. So, um, just a quick comment from Zeckler in the chat. I think the mark of a good wood RPG is if I want to play in your game despite the danger. So I want to join the Cyber Squad. I, I'm with him on that. That's that's perfect because like even the dangers like in my review i'm scared of vr like i'm scared of the full immersion and everything i've watched sao i've read enough lit rpgs i'm terrified of it i still want to play them so i mean yeah like and i feel bad for you know the people that are just listening and not getting to tune into this live because i'm just doing all these hand gestures right now <laughs> well, i mean you will, you, you will be missing no, my fun. beautiful face <laughs> <laughs> okay listen here bucko <laughs> oh man yeah so, like um i was gonna say but... that uh i don't normally play like fps games and i still wanted to play that capture the flag mode from uh no he uh yeah so i Kind of scary. I mean, falling down from a mile high skyscraper. That was awesome, though. And we're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> but Joel, no, Joel does not like uh, competitive FPS games. He he does not like the PvP stuff. Um, I love it. I strive for that. And I mean, it brings out the worst in me because oh, yeah. I rage. <laughs> I rage. I play Rainbow Six Siege. I am not a nice person when I play that game, and I feel bad because I yell at my teammates, but still, my KD does not show for that. I'm, to be Halo fair, though, I don't the think they would have been hacking in the uh, tournament, so I'd, I'd be down for that. True. Yeah, there, there you go. Because, yeah, like you have to deal with hackers now and like modders, and I hate that. It bugs me. It, <laughs> no pun intended. It bugs me. I I tried to get Joel on Halo because Halo dropped this week for the multiplayer. And he's like, eh, God, no Maybe <laughs> when the campaign drops. I was like, no, no, we got to play multiplayer. That's like that's how we bonded back in high school. We played Halo and Defiance because that game was fun. No fall damage, Joel, no fall damage. <laughs> that was the best part of that game. <laughs> oh, my God, it was so much fun. So. I think we can go ahead. Uh, the moments that I really, really enjoyed were definitely the one-on-ones between Topher and Kai, because like, uh, like you said, Zach, it had that big brother like mentality. Like it was his first day on the job. Like he was kind of nervous. He's kind of scared getting into the game and playing. And he's like, Oh God, it's behind blue eyes three. Let's go. I'm ready for this. And like, he was just like pointing out bugs faster than most people. Right. Like he was catching stuff that, um, not Josh. Is it, is it Josh or Jacob? Josh. That's on Josh. Yeah, Josh. Where he's kind of like the the black sheep the of the family, the kind of the runt. Yeah, the straggler. He definitely wasn't catching stuff. And I mean, they they make a point of that and later in the book. But like Kai was just pointing out bugs left and right. He was like, yeah, that like the snipers up there that they I should have been able to see him, but I didn't. So that's definitely something. 
yeah he's sure. impressive that way he he's very impressive and i mean he pays attention to detail and that's another great characteristic because a lot of the times with some main characters like they don't play or pay attention to the details or anything they kind of just rush in and do what they want where kai actually thinks he's not only a really decent human being he actually thinks about stuff before he acts he tries to analyze everything to the best of his ability and i think that's just a wholesome part of his character yeah, yeah. he's a mathematician so he analyzes things but yes, he is. Uh, I think a very important thing for me was that he's really, he's really very intelligent and 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 attentive and and has an eye for details. And um, I think so. So another another reason why I wrote this book the way it is is because we all know uh, we are all gamers and we all know how annoying it is when a game comes out and it's not finished it is buggy and we will have to wait for the first patch and so on right <laughs> cyberpunk 2077 we're looking uh. at you um <laughs> so imagine imagine that kind of game uh, would come out and it's vr and um your brain is connected to it and imagine a game that is so buggy i mean that would be that would be like a like a graveyard because mm -hmm. Would kill, would kill people and uh, so that was the idea behind it that that uh, you need um a very special kind of qa for 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 um the, those future games and and then you have yeah people who will see the details and see okay the snipers are not working or this, i should have seen them and the, the scanner is not working and then the game developers can fix it or not maybe they will say it's known chippable Zach, do you want to tune in for or like chime in with anything? Sure, of course. I mean, that was I think the most fun part about the QA thing for me was the fact that he got to activate cheat codes. I was just like I, just walking around in VR with the different sort of um, the with access to all of the console commands. I really thought that was actually and especially like what caught my eye about this book um, and about that aspect in particular was and it was friggin' brilliant when I realized this, was not only do we get like a variety of games that he can QA test and, you know, we get to see his attention to detail, but those console commands are like a meta RPG. Like the more that he builds those up, the more there's an RPG going on in his real life. Like he's actually leveling up yes. across the story in a meta sense, mm -hmm. but he's also playing all these different games and leveling up in the individual ones. And yeah. I just... I that just loved awesome. that. I loved that. That was really what caught my eye about the QA testing thing. I mean, from a characterization standpoint, obviously, you know, everything that could be said about his attention to detail was said better than I could say it by you guys. But I think Nailed just it. while we're on that note, yeah, that was <laughs> brilliant when I realized that that was going on. Yeah, I am like a huge fanboy for like mechanics. And I was totally going to say something. I'm glad you did. Uh, just as far as like, one the admin commands because that was a really cool mechanic and then yeah like the the leveling it's like the way the company is set up it's set up like a video game which is definitely another unique uh like thing about this book series um and it's always great to like find those new mechanics in uh each series because they're 
all different. Like lit RPG is still like new uh ish. Like they're still coming out with like new content and uh unique uh books. And they all have like these unique mechanics to it. And that's something that like I love about the genre in general. And yeah, uh this was something that made that book feel unique to me <laughs> so so quick thing really quickly because you probably all just saw me losing my my composure for a second zeckler put in the chat some might say kai has stats on stats uh, <laughs> <laughs> see i thought i was gonna make the like the like the corniest <laughs> pun <laughs> Nope, it goes to Zeckler for this episode. You so. win. <laughs> Round of applause. <laughs> um, but yes, that was the, the concept I had from, from the beginning. I wanted him to level up in real life in the company and mm -hmm. getting higher in, in the levels. And every time in book two, it's explained why uh, they don't get all the console codes at the beginning. They have to level up and earn them. It has a reason why why the company does that. And um, so at the beginning, he only gets um, God mode and and console. And yes. it, of course, it will get more. And and uh, it's universal. That's what he finds out too. It's universal. He can use it in any game because it's connected to his to his neuro plan. So yeah, that becomes important later, right? That it's, and I'm. Glad you brought that up because one of my favorite moments is when Topher's just like, Kai, I'm going to teach you the best tool. I'm going to show you how to open up the command co console. <laughs> as soon as he said that, I was like, this is going to come into play later. I know this is going to come into play later. And it did. And I was right. Yeah, yeah I so love it. <laughs> and like just Master the way. Zach, you're, the way you had Topher deliver that line, I was just like, this is perfect. Because he's showing, like, the simplest tool for the Cyber Squad. He's showing the simplest tool, and then it ends up, like, becoming, like, one of the best parts of his job. And I love it. I love it. God mode and command control. Ah. I would not totally abuse that. I'm just saying. Of course not. No. Infinite power? Who would? No person on Earth would not use that responsibly. I think there's a few people that use it pretty responsibly. <clears throat> Alice? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> They're one of the few. Well, of course, the level 10s, they are, they are a very special kind. I mean, they have they basically have superpowers compared to the the regular testers, like level ones like Kai, but also level fives and so on. That's why they're not allowed to play in the tournaments. Because no. yeah, it's every every command they have is of course universal, so they can use it in every game. And um they are really they basically can rewrite the code of a game on the we love we love that like rewriting the code and everything because it just it plays and it helps and it just it continues to build that world that is absolutely fantastic and not terrifying at all like i'm totally not terrified of giant spiders wait for the showdown of book two dude <laughs> you haven't seen anything yet i want to talk about giant spiders for a moment <laughs> 
So Joel, that... I swear if you bring up that book. What book? I don't know what you're it. talking about, but <laughs> the <laughs> what I will say that scene, what it reminded me of is playing Dark Souls and okay. then having your controller get unplugged mid boss fight <laughs> and just getting like yeah i was that, there like for that. panic mode i remember that like heart attack that that's what that scene reminded me of it's just like oh the spider froze and like yeah i was like mm. nope <laughs> was it that the quaylog boss fight or are you talking dark souls 2 I don't know which Dark Souls it was. No, it but... was Dark Souls 2. It was Dark Souls 2. So I'm planning to have them test Dark Souls eventually. The, the, <sighs> the, the, nice. The, Hype. It would be Dark We're... Souls uh, 10 or something like that, because obviously it's in the future. <laughs> but imagine Dark Souls, and you have to test this game, and it's just horrible. It's just a nightmare. Well, it's just gosh. so hard, and they have to play it on hard mode, and it will hurt, and it will be There, There is no... So, Difficulty so, yeah, that's settings a, for Dark that's Souls. A perfect game for masochists. And, um, yeah. I mean, what would the tagline even be? That we point? know how horrible it is. Because, <laughs> I mean, 2 was already prepared to die. Would 10 just be, you're already dead? It just keeps yeah. escalating. <laughs> Dark Souls 10, just give up already. Yeah, you're, no. you're, you're, yeah. You might, you will literally die if you plug this in. Yeah, I saw and you die, exactly. <laughs> I, I saw a TikTok the other day, um, because I, I use that app way too much and I, I I'll admit it, I don't care. Um and it was like if you like Bloodboard, you need therapy. And I was like, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. I like that game. That they all got good, right? <sighs> Dark Souls get good. There you go. But we wanted to talk about big spiders, so... Yeah, so, like, I think that's a crucial point, and we haven't discussed that. That's where we meet the Cyber Squad for the first time, and not just any part of the Cyber Squad. Alpha Team. Oh. <laughs> and that's where we meet my girl. That's where we meet Alice. Whoo! I, I like Alice a lot. I, I, I like Alice. I'm so happy. I think Alice everyone likes Alice. Yeah, she's she's hard not to like. Yeah, she's <laughs> just got that like lovable personality, and like you you feel for her. And I'm gonna talk about that moment in a minute. But when we see Alice like leap into action for the first time, it's just like, damn, she's a badass. She knows what she's doing. There's a reason she's on Team Alpha. It just also like that little like smirk she gives uh kai it's just like I, I could just picture her like turning to him and just give him like a like a little wink you know as she's <laughs> straight up destroying the spider i think that Love it. exactly what i did when she spoke to him the first time yes <laughs> <laughs> like i i damn, i'm just i'm good i'm good i need yeah, to start all, like getting in there the choices i'm making in the booth man yeah i'm just <laughs> i what can i say i got i got a gift of some kind <laughs> yeah so i am really very happy you guys like alice so much because i i have created her so all guys like her and well, um not i yes. it's not even like i i love her as a character and i love her personality and i personally think she's the best choice for kai um, i'll get into my whole romance situation here in a minute but also 
another character I really, really like. Um, well, I mean, there's not a female in the book that I dislike because other than, you know, the boss, uh, his restaurant, because she sucked. She was awful. <laughs> but Claudia is one of my favorite characters. I love Claudia. And like, she yeah. just like, she feels like one of the guys, but also like where I feel like she has like some insecurities about some of the stuff that, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, God. He stays at uh, his place after the party. It's pretty much his best friend in the Marco. Uh, Marco. Marco, Marco. Thank you. He was my coworker's name. I should remember that. <laughs> like I, I feel like there's like a kind of a connection between Marco and Claudia. Like I, I'm just I'm waiting for that kind of to spark. Not saying that I want it to happen. I'm just waiting for it. <laughs> but you can you can shut that down if you want. I don't care. But um, <laughs> I mean. Isn't it obvious that she likes Kai? Yes, it yeah. is very obvious. And I'm like, oh, God, this is where I'm getting like torn because I want all the characters to be happy. But I know that all the characters are not going to be happy. And something that will break me is if something happens to Claudia. Like, because we have this whole new threat that got introduced at the end of book one. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really scared and I'm afraid have... something's going to happen to one of the team. And like with a job like this, there's always going to be like some sort of, you know, hard choices that have to be made. Um, but fuck. <laughs> uh, and thank you. Zekler reminded me the name of the character that I, I wouldn't mind if something happened because he's not with Alice yet. Maeve. Leader of my anime girls. <laughs> Something happened between May and uh, Mankai. I, I, I... Well, she does like real. shy little virgins like Kai. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> so Maeve is so great. Oh my God. I She's fun. It. She was a lot of fun. So good. Oh my God. Like,. <laughs> I, my face hurts from so, smiling so much. I'm having a good time with this. Thank you. I'm glad. So I had really fun writing Maeve because I wrote her like um, like the walking uh, ghost girl cliche, and I think uh, for me that that was that was really really funny to do because obviously I'm a ghost myself. So um, that was uh, very very. Uh, self-ironic and also self um you know they are I, I know girls like her exactly like her and and um yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> the, the walking ghost cliches like but... I, I i i won't lie I, I i have a type and phone why no stop um <laughs> um Maeve is like, like, I was just like, hmm, damn. I, I, I definitely been on a date with a Maeve or two. <laughs> so I, I, I connected with Kai for a little bit more than I wanted to for there for a second. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm excited. And I listened to, to like I said, <laughs> like I said, I listened to these at work. <laughs> so there are some scenes where I was just like, oh, shit. Mm, no. Yeah. Oh, so that's the scene at work you want. Nope, to... that's not the scene. Oh. That, that, 
the scene I'm talking about actually had me almost in tears. Oh. We'll get to that in a second, because that's pretty much <laughs> the end of the book. Okay, so so you, you, you prefer Alice to me, so Maeve is not the girl. I do. I, I, let me put it this way. I'm attracted to the Maves of the world, but I feel like I deserve an Alice at some point. I haven't found my Alice yet, so that's where I'm like, I want Kai to get uh, to end up with Alice because I feel like he deserves that at least like he deserves that happy relationship and stuff. And I mean, he's crushing hard on her, but also I feel like that's going to jeopardize his friendship with Marco because we know Marco's got a thing for for Alice. And it's just like, I don't know which way I want it to go, but I know whichever way it goes, I will most likely be happy with either direction. Well, you never know. I mean, one guy's Maeve is another guy's Alice. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where I also want Claudia to be happy. Yeah. Because we Claudia is just a wholesome character. She was my favorite, actually. She's a wholesome character. Like, uh, where I'm at in uh, book two, they were uh, sitting there talking in about the events that happened at the end of book one. And they're sitting there in Kai's apartment talking. And like, she's the only one actually like keeping calm about the situation, even though internally I can feel her freaking out. She's like, oh, my God. This is wow. I'm just like, oh, God, damn it. I don't like this. Sorry, my hearing's over for a minute. I, I need to take a breath. Joel, talk. They're um, gone in the machine, right? I mean, that's. Yeah. Um, words. <laughs> Joel, who do you want to see? Because I, yeah. like Joel oh, said, yeah. he's the, he's more the mechanics guy. I'm the the emotions and like the character, like relationships. That's where I want to go. Because I like as soon as I meet a character, I'm like, all right, who do I want them to end up with? Where do I want I them mean, to go? Personally, I feel like. I don't know. Alice was, is kind of like, yeah, you're going to have to like chase after that to, to like, if you want that relationship to work out. And like for Kai, I think that they work really well together because he's like a great gamer and he's progressing really fast in like the company. And like, that's going to push him to be better person. And like, I don't know. And then there's, I don't know, from my standpoint, I'd be like, oh, hey, like, these girls really like me right now. Like, why Why would I crush their hearts? Like, I, I don't know. That's just me. Well, Kai, too. I mean, he even I think there was a whole scene where he starts like looking at Claudia and he starts like appreciate. He was like, wow, she's actually really cool. She has yeah. a whole scene where he starts having feelings like that, too. It's yeah. he, he's in the uh, I don't think he's in a love triangle. I think it's a whole love pentagram at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he has a lot of girls interested in him. But the, the, the funny thing about him is he doesn't even, he doesn't even notice. Right? I yeah, mean, no idea. Is it a devil's pentagram? So that's the dream girl. He, he met her. Well, he, a, a he, he knew world. Maeve was coming on to him. Yeah. Well, I think we all reacted. knew Maeve was coming on. <laughs> he reacted to Maeve, right? I mean, he's a guy after all, but um, 
but he but, yeah he's <laughs> yeah. he he does make the responsible decision which i i do like and it goes back to his character like he he's drunk at this point because he had been drinking at the the party and may was like mm, uh, i'll i'll wait and he's like yeah that's probably a good idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she but doesn't want to take advantage of it. Yeah, she she don't want to take advantage of the young drunk boy who who's also you know a virgin who was also about to throw up. So <laughs> I think he did throw up in the plants. Yeah, he well, did, but he that was like right good. after the conversation with the uh, Maeve. So he very that shyly would've... protests that he is not a virgin. She just says, <laughs> he's like, I'm not a. <laughs> don't worry kai i made that i made that argument multiple times too so <laughs> man we, we just go into my personal life funny, you know because it's such a horrible situation you're totally drunk and you really feel sick and then comes this girl and wants to hook up with you but you feel like throwing up into the flower pot and i think that's that's really really a bad situation and it was funny so to see I, I'm really a bit mean. I, I put Kai into a lot of bad and embarrassing situations and, and <laughs> get out of it somehow. <laughs> um, so that'll bring us to our next scene. That is one of probably my favorite scenes in the book. And it is the scene where um, Alice is out on the balcony and she's kind of like, you know, just getting fresh air. She's. I think she's crying a little bit too when it gets to that point. And Kai goes out and he actually has a on the bridge. Oh yeah, they're outside at at the party. And then her douche canoe of a boyfriend or whatever the Raven comes up. Raven. Yeah. Yeah. I I hate I I hate him. I I legitimately (laughs) hate him. He is such a douche. I know, and I know I'm just gonna hate him even more. He's such a douche. And I'm like, God, I wanted him to go through the like the hole that the hacker leaves. I wanted him <laughs> to go through so Kai could just like, ah, do I do I kick him out of the way? Do, do I shield rush him? Hmm. I think Kai so would. Guys never, no, never. Yeah, Kai definitely would. That's where I separate myself a little bit from Kai because I'd be like, nah, he's going through it. I'm going to watch. <laughs> and then I would probably beat myself up over it later. But still, no, nah, no, nah. he's a douche. He's a straight up douche and I dislike him full heartedly. I, I just cannot stand him from the second I saw him or well, we meet him in the book. I was like, he's a douche. I don't like him. Nope. He, he is your stereotypical jock in every 80s movie. That's how I pictured him, except with long hair. <laughs> the thing is that Zach was totally excited to voice him. Right? <laughs> oh, I bet he was absolutely a great time to voice he's just such a douche yeah those are always those are always fun those are like the the super evil characters are just the generally unlikable ones are so much fun like oh my god i i kind of am curious just to hear zach's like evil laugh (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Yes. Oh, I don't think I should ever do anything. Just like on command. <laughs> it's yeah, he's so awesome. <laughs> oh man! But the whole I've, I've heart... had to. I've had to do it a few times in books. So <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But the whole heartenly like moment between Alice and um, Kai, where they're just like they're talking. There's no levels involved. They're just looking at each other for 
who they really are. Well, I mean, at least Kai is looking at Alice for who she really is or who he thinks she is. Like, she's not everything that is Alpha 10 or Alpha level 10, but she's a person. She's just here doing a job and she does a really good job at her job. But not only that, he's just lost in her eyes. And I'm like, this is romantic. This is wholesome. I love it. I live for this. Damn it, it's over because Raven had to come and ruin the moment because they were getting ready to kiss and they were going to have a whole fucking moment. I was I was mad. I was raging at that point. No one has good, a moment. Good. I'm girl. very happy about it. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted. It's like and I like even if he ends up with Claudia, like it, it, it does the whole like 80s romantic comedy, you know, moment where it's like, oh, I've been in love with my best friend for the entire time. No, I want him to end up with Alice. <laughs> you you want him you want him to be with Alice. I understand. I mean, Alice yeah. is cool. She is very pretty. She's a great character. She is. So this scene this scene was um I I I always um you know I'm a plotter, so I usually have the story already uh, worked out when I start writing the book. And um, so this scene on the bridge between the two of them was one of the earliest scenes I actually developed because I wanted to show her as, as a human being and not like, you know, Wonder Woman and the vulnerability uh, which makes her interesting as a character, I think. You know, she's not just a fancy girl he, he crushes on. She is an actual person and has her actual demons. Um, and uh, so, so this is, yeah, this is a very important scene also for, for the later books and what will happen between them and so with you saying you have it plotted out do you already have uh who's plotted out to be the uh betrayer of course <laughs> yes i, I so really want to know of course when i when i started the story i already okay so so i we have the god in a machine we have mm -hmm. the, um you know those hackers uh and we have the the traitor and of course from the beginning when i started writing the book this person the traitor is already there the traitor is one of the people in kai's team and i won't tell who but um if you once it is revealed when you go back you will find very little clues that will actually point at it and once it is revealed you will think why didn't i see it why didn't i see it from the beginning when, this person when will traitor, when will we get the reveal well, not in book two. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. No, I was no, about no, to no. power through this book tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's... Uh, but the, I, I mean, the trader will uh, will get more active in, in book two, definitely. I mean, um, we'll get quite dramatic because because of this person. And um, See this wall behind me? It's about to have a bunch of uh, thumbtacks and string running. running. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's, it's about to be a whole conspiracy theory. <laughs> Andrew Rowe's going to get mad at me for taking down my Arcane Ascension poster, but... Can I point something out real quick, by the way? Yeah. Just for those yeah. who are listening and not watching this. I think I might have figured out why you're good at guessing what my gestures were in the booth. Because I do all the time. we matched hand gestures several times. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think we just uh, have the same ideas. <laughs> I, I think so. I'm just... A, I'm a hyperactive person. My ADD and ADHD just kicks it all at once, so I just have to be moving, and I... Doesn't help that I'm caffeinated. Wait, you both, you both are very much Kai. I mean, 
Zach definitely is Kai. We 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 decided that uh, when we started working together. But you you are you are Kai too to a certain point. So it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that, that you guys get along so well. Uh, maybe you remember when we when we uh, were chatting on Twitter. I mm -hmm. uh, I told you. Oh yeah, you and you and Zach, you will you will get along really. Well. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, I, I that's why I was looking for one of the reasons I was looking forward to this episode because I was like, what I get to interact with Zach because I've interacted with you on Twitter a lot. Like I, I mean, we just message back and forth, and Zach and I have like a few messages back and forth. Gift wars mostly. Yeah, and it's just like, hey, like, hey, what's uh, here's my Discord stuff, and of course, me inviting him onto the show, um, but. Damn it! I just I love Kai so much. He's such a good character, and I can't wait. Uh, Joel, do you have any thoughts on the bridge scene before we go into the moment that actually had me breaking down? Um, I mean, I think you hit it on the nail pretty much. You, you're, yeah, that's kind of your uh, forte. Those scenes. Yeah, I, I like the emotional turmoil. I can't help it. It's. <laughs> Ever, like I even like my I like my chick flicks. I won't lie. I like my <laughs> romance movies. I watch the proposal at least once a year because that movie is just so damn good. Them Twilight movies. <laughs> Don't get started, Joel. <laughs> Something in behind blue eyes. I can tell you that. It's like yay! I can't wait. <laughs> it is much much more intense. I'll let you look at my library later, and you can tell me. <laughs> Um, so we'll get to the, the big, the big showdown. So we've had the moments between Kai and, uh, Alice, we've had the tournament. We've talked about where the capture of the flag and all that stuff. Let's get to, they're back in the fantasy world. He's playing with his best friend in game, who is a very cool Australian man. <laughs> and they're going with the guild leader. Stan, that's his name. Love yes, him. I love Stan. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get to use well, an Australian accent. Well, well that's one of my I, favorite accents to do, too. Yeah. When I asked Anna about doing uh, or like listening to the book, um, I was like, how safe for work is it? Because I'm going to be like listening to this while I Uber and stuff, because like I said, I listen while I work and that's just my side gig. She goes, well, there's an Australian character and he swears a lot. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I don't I don't I don't give a shit. I was listening to the <laughs> land. And and my and my car was someone one day, and I got to the uh, the judge, jury, and executioner trial in book seven, <laughs> and the guy was like, "This is intense." I was like, "Yeah, it gets worse. It gets so much worse." Jeez. So I was like, "Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm good. I'm not like breaking any like you know. There's no like straight up sex scenes or anything. So I think we're good with that." <laughs> If it's just swearing, I'm fine with that. I don't care. I, usually I'll turn it down if I think it's getting a little too intense, but it just depends because I drive a lot of college kids around and that's I live in a college town, so that's pretty much all I do. They're probably used to it. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably said much worse or done much worse. So. That's fine. But so we get to the back to the fantasy game, which is the fantasy game I really want to play. I really, really want to play yeah. it other than that giant fucking spider. So I, I want to also ask, like, what Tosoda was, like, based on. Like, it's probably based on, like, a couple different games, but, like, where where's your inspiration from that? Well, it's online. 
this this is a game I have been playing a lot, and um, it is. Uh, I'm one of those high level players in this game. Uh, Which game was that? My Elder Scrolls Online ESO. Oh, ESO. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Joel, Joel, and I have dabbled in the Elder Scrolls uh, a lot, actually. Joel, <laughs> were we about to dive back in? We're past dabbling at that point. Yeah, we can. Oh no, we've yeah, we've we put can, a lot we can of time. Meet up if you if you ever decide to. Uh, what what system you're playing on? I'm playing on Xbox. We were playing on Xbox. I do not have Xbox anymore. Uh, I'm mainly on PC, uh, but I think it's on Game Pass, so I should be able to uh, play it through that. I'll double check really quickly. But I mean, Joel and I we picked it up day one f- um, for Game pa- or for Xbox and everything. And like, I mean, him and I, we had a guild and we just ran dungeons and quests. And like, we just had a, we had a blast. He was running. Joel, Dude, you were a healer. Right? It was awesome. Uh, yeah, I was like a healer wizard. Just like switch back and forth between those two. And I just did summoner DPS. But I ended up making a tank. Yeah, necromancer class is pretty OP in that game. <laughs> yes, it is. Now it is. Uh, is it on Game Pass? I have, I have, uh, <laughs> I have a character of every class and uh, all oh, leveled up to the maximum. So, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm in this game. I'm Kai. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we, we love to see it. We love to see it. I love, if if I they add crossplay, I'm definitely diving back in. <laughs> I love to play PvP in this game, and and so this whole thing, how they take the keep and everything, that's um. Yeah, there is a feature in this game like that where you can. Yeah, that that was very familiar. I, I was pretty sure that's where that like got inspiration from. Yes, yes. Yeah. I always wanted. So I always wanted to write something like that. That's why why it's it's uh it was came very handy to to put it into a cyber squad. And so of course, the dragons. So yeah. I mean, the dragon. Ah, oh, that that leads to where where this conversation is going. Back. Yeah. So the dragon that is. <laughs> As 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 stands as what is this fucking Godzilla? Well, I mean, it's like oh, the new expansion like area dropped. Like we're gonna go like you know get the world's first and stuff like that. And one, I love the world first achievement. That's one of my favorite mechanics in what RPG is the world's first. Like it's like hey, let's be one of the first people to get this achievement because that's when Joel and I play something like we're like all right, do we want to go ahead and just try to push to the end game and try to get to a certain point? Because when we were playing back when we were playing WoW, we we started playing like late. I had played it like when Burning Crusade first dropped because my dad had it and he he's in the military. He got deployed. So like that's how we like played games and got to connect a little bit. Um, But the summer we graduated, I ended up getting a gaming laptop. So I gave Joel my other laptop and we we both got into World of Warcraft again. And we got level 90 boost characters and we just went back to previous raids and like we're just two manning them just to get the mounts because that's we're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's see if we can do this. So, yeah, that's that's where Joel and I get our gaming time in is just (laughs) running random shit. (laughs) But back to the dragon, they're going to go get the world's first uh, kill on this dragon, which is obviously a big setup by someone the <laughs> guild leader who is also the healer and just that reveal that reveal was so good because i was like eh, there's something off here like something big's about to happen because he hasn't really used command uh, console i'm curious 
where is this going? And it went exactly where I thought it was going to go. And worse, much, much worse. <laughs> I remember finishing the book and calling Joel, like before I even started the sneak peek to level two, because I was on the phone with Joel when I messaged you that I had finished the book. And I was like, wow. Joel, you need to finish this book now. Like <laughs> now I need to tell you what just happened and share my thoughts because fuck, I'm a mess. I am a mess right now. And I'm in the middle of a chip aisle at Walmart. Breaking down because of <laughs> stuff that happened. Oh. <laughs> oh. I love to hear that. That's really music. I actually like if I didn't know, like I, I didn't know really anything about book two. Like I just saw the cover of book two and saw that Alice was on the front. I was like, if if she kills Kai right here in the and the second book's just about Alice, like this was a, just a giant setup for the book, <laughs> the series to transmission to Alice. I was going to have a full on mental breakdown. <laughs> Oh, you, I was really just, thought, you really thought I, I would kill Kai? I seriously thought Kai was going to die because like um, we have the healer. She steps or she's like, oh, you're smart. I knew you were smart. There's a reason I wanted you to be on this so I could take you out. And I was like, you're a manipulative bitch. <laughs> what the hell? I liked the other healer and he was a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> but what is with healers? God, healers are such assholes. <laughs> That's why I don't they're play them. To be the good guys, right? Exactly, and they're not half the time. Especially <laughs> people who main mercy. <laughs> people who main mercy in Overwatch, they just oh, they get under my skin. I'm looking at you, Emily. Um, <laughs> so we get that whole scene, and like we get the reveal that she's actually the bad guy. She's working for the hacker group and everything. And if you, I'm sorry if you hear my door knocking, my cat is deciding he wants to play with the door now. I don't know why. We get that whole scene and, you know, like he goes into the command control and like goes into dev mode and he's like, oh, God, there's someone else here. And she just reveals herself. Oh, I'm the bad guy. It's like, yeah, I knew something was off about you. <laughs> my gut feeling dealt with toxic people in my life. I could tell. <laughs> You had the gut feeling that something is wrong about her. That's good. That's, That's good, impressive. Actually. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have caught that had I not known, because I had I, to know going in. Because I had to know what villain voice sounded like for her. Yeah. But I would not have caught that. That's impressive. I foresaw like something going wrong, like bug wise, with the new expansion. But I, I did not foresee the like, uh, betrayal, of uh, yeah. Lifeline is is that a life support? Life support. Yeah. Well, you would be surprised what you learn about oh, no. her in book two. Yeah, it would be a whole chapter. Uh, well, Zekor just I, said I in that twist in book two, he's further than I am. I'm only like fifteen percent of the way through. He was at like a solid forty three earlier. Thanks, Zekor. All right, I do want to talk about the tease that we got at the end of book one with. Uh, Freya, where we get her perspective, and there's something, there's something yeah, off there's there. Something there. There's something there. I, I, yeah, I didn't I know how to feel about I, that. I can't tell you that because if I tell you what is going on with Freya, I, I spoil you the plot of book three. No, no, I, oh. I didn't expect you to, but I'm just like. 
Hmm. Well, I mean, we get a tease at it earlier in the book, like after his first like week at Cyber Squad or something, like when he first logs back in um, and he's just having his, you know, whole thing with Stan. And like, there's something going on with Freya, like they're like, and like, she's going out to the balcony and looking, I was like, there's something off about her. Is she an actual player? Dude. So I, I think she's either like hacker in disguise or she's like possessed. She's the AI that like the God AI. Ooh, she could be the God AI. I was thinking like possessed by like a ghost Mm -hmm. in the machine. I love it. There's so much. There's so much. But anyway, I want to tell you it will be really the 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 major plot of book three will have to do with that, and I I can't I can't tell. No, we we didn't expect you to. (laughs) No, it would be it would it will rob you of the fun, you know. But but it's it's building up over book two and and we're big uh, be big in book three, um. So definitely, I think that's tip. That's something you should know about my books. Nothing ever happens for no reason. If if things like that happen, then it's I will pick it up, maybe a hundred pages later, and maybe three books later. But it will be back, and it will. In in retrospect, you will know what it meant. That's <laughs> even more in in Behind Blue Eyes, which is set. First season is set to be six books, and at the end of book six you will realize that everything from the first page of book one is leading to this point. So um, that's, that's just how, that's, that's just how my mind works. How I I create stories. You do a damn good job. I I would, (laughs) thank you. I would like to hear what you guys thought of the God of the machine. And, and, and if that was surprising and, and if that was, scary i think i'm saying that it's really scary oh he did and i'm terrified and when i'm like uh, like when i was reading the kindle or uh, earlier because like i said i was i was taking an epsom salt bath and i was just like all right i'm gonna power through some of this and there's a there's a moment i actually was trying to read it in the voice i heard zach like do and i was just like oh my god i'm scared i'm terrifying myself right now and at that (laughs) point my candle got so low that it actually burnt itself out so my bathroom just went dark and i went oh god i did it (laughs) so yeah god you created oh my god that's terrifying (laughs) that's without the sfx oh i know (laughs) but when you know alice uh like he sends the email out and luckily lex is at the studio or the the building she can dispatch you know alpha squad or get someone to dispatch alpha squad to where they show up and Alice gets there and it's like, yes, this is the moment I've been waiting for. And then he realizes that. <laughs> and then Alice is about to step on the trap that uh, life support. Left. He's like, oh, no, I was like, oh, gosh, she's going to kill Alice. No, you can't do this to me. You can't do this to me. And then he shield rushed it. I went, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. And there's that whole moment where he's talking to the um, the god. And like, he's like, you just need to give up. Ignore that voice. Just give up. And I'm like, Kai, don't you fucking dare. And then we just hear Alice's, you know, voice like trying to get through to Kai. And like, she reaches through and pulls him out. Like, I'm like, this is a fucking romantic moment. But this is also like tearing my heart. I'm on the verge of tears in the middle of Walmart. What do I do? (laughs) And then he suffers a heart attack. I was just like, God, why? (laughs) 
I had to move my mic away. I'm sorry because I was like, I knew I was going to scream there. <laughs> and then, like, we learned that Alice was there for the entire time he's in the hospital. Like, she's there every night. And I'm just like, God, she cares for him. This isn't there. This isn't because of the work thing. She actually she notices him. She likes him. There's something about him that draws her near. Do you think Raven's going to get jelly? Oh, Raven's definitely going to do something to sabotage. <laughs> there, there's some there's some moments coming up, and I know there is. And just from Anna's reaction right there, I know there's a moment coming up. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to have to read it. On my oh, on my old Kindle. Infuriating glory. <laughs> Fuck Raven. That's all I have to say. And I, I and I mean the character in this book, not my friend from high school. That's yeah. That's that's something that an exact line from book two. Yeah. Fuck Raven. <laughs> Perfect. Oh God. Uh, all so right. I, we are. I, I, yeah, for for me the the whole thing I was I was eagerly waiting to write this whole showdown with the god and the machine and everything. And some people criticize that it comes so late because it's. I mean, if you if you look in retrospect, they talk about it and rogue eyes and everything, so it's it's already foreshadowed. But I basically wait till um, the last ten minutes of the book uh, until I reveal um, the villain. And and um, but I, it was necessary for the story to work, and it's also I mean it's it's like it's, it's a setup for the whole other books. That's that's why I did it as as I did. But for me, it was really uh, I, I was really happy when I finally got to write this because I was so excited about this whole God in a Machine uh, storyline. I think it's really exciting. Let me let me tell you what I think on that really quickly. I think it is just at the right moment because with it being a, you know, the first book in a series, um, I don't know how many you have planned or anything like that. Please don't tell me because I'm just, I'm excited to continue reading. I already know three, so I'm good there. I'm good there. Um, I think it is absolutely perfect to introduce the big bad at the end of the first book and kind of give a tease at him. Don't give us his full potential or anything like that. Just give us that snippet. Like this is the end of the first Avengers movie where Loki goes in the after credit scene and he's being delivered to Thanos for the first time. And we don't even hear Thanos. We just see him turn and smirk. I remember <laughs> being in the theater and losing my mind. That was this moment for me. Because I was just like, oh, my God, this villain is going to be so good. And I mean, other books, they introduce the big bad, I think, a little too early where there are certain books that bring in the bad, you know, super late, like we'll meet him in books three or four, but every event that's happened led to that moment. And then the book, sh the big showdown happens, you know, a couple books later. A uh, big example, which we'll talk about it on an episode at the end of the year with the land, where when we first meet Singh, that's not until what Joel, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong here. Book four is when we first meet him or like get a glimpse at him. But like every moment that's led to that moment has been kind of there. Like it's, there's always been a tease of a big bad, but there's not really been shown. So I think with the rogue AI and everything being introduced at, like throughout the book, but then us meeting him, us getting that little snippet and almost killing our main character. 
perfect point. Absolutely perfect point because of the emotions I felt and everything like I was shaking. My anxiety was kicking in. I was ready. (laughs) It was good. And it delivered that punch that absolutely needed to be delivered. Damn it, it was so good. (laughs) I'm so happy. I'm so happy to hear that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I think it's really tough what happens to Kai, right? I mean, he's he suffers a heart attack. He almost dies, but it also shows why this whole um, VR is so so dangerous because that's exactly how people die. You know, they will get heart attacks, strokes, and whatever, and and it 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 can happen by something like that. That's uh, that was also important to show, and I wanted to show it on him, as hurtful as it might be. But um, and of course will suffer from that he will pay for that for for a while so good it's just so so good i'm happy i'm really happy to hear that i loved every second of narrating it seriously like i honestly i that's one of the few times i can recall where i was legitimately fearing for a protagonist's life like i (laughs) did not know what was going to happen to him right and i i if there's a blooper i want to hear that (laughs) <laughs> if there is any sort of blooper i want to hear that oh i need to save those the way i record it records over the bloopers so that the books like all the errors are edited out before i had to ask oh, okay, the things because i did i did the work on this one myself but um it you did was a damn good uh, job thank you i'm very happy to hear that um so it's it's hard to like go back but i need to like start marking files or something because i've 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 got some gems that i wish i could uh my, oh, my I'm sure there were some Lex gems. <laughs> I'm sure there were some Lex gems. Yeah. No, oh, God. he's perfect. No, he, doesn't, he doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> of course, never. Yeah. So that was all done in one take. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Including, and that wasn't, that wasn't SFX. I can actually make my voice sound like a radio. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely totally. beautiful. Yeah, People will believe that. <laughs> yeah, so you will hear a lot more of him uh, being the god in the machine in book two. I can't wait. I, I can't wait. We will get more of uh, Gregor Hell. This will be a delight. Yes, of course. I'm not. Gregor. I'm doing nothing sinister. You can trust me implicitly. Virtual reality is perfectly safe, and we have no sinister intentions here. <laughs> I got some thoughts on that, man, but I'm going to save that for another episode. <laughs> Because we're definitely going to probably be doing an episode two of uh, Cyber Squad. Because, dude, a uh, lot of his like inspiration. Wait, we're talking about the the boss, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of his like inspirational quotes, just being like, "Defy the like impossible." I mean, disrespect the impossible. Right? The impossible. Yeah, disrespect the impossible. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so. Like, I don't know. It sounds so bad. <laughs> like, why? Yeah, it's corny. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so quick thing before we go into final thoughts. Uh, Zeckler said um, he speaks German in book two. Was that hard for Zach? Anna made me break out Google Translate. <laughs> um, It's challenging. I think I'm especially self-conscious because I'm narrating for a fluent German speaker. Uh, which can make it a little harder. 
um, because I'm like, oh God, there's so many things I can screw up. But German was actually a language I was studying for a little while. So I have some idea of like the, the pronunciation conventions and things like that. I've had to do foreign languages a few times in different books now. So uh, it's a skill I've developed, but I always get especially like self-conscious when I know that somebody who knows their shit with this language is going to be listening. I'm like, oh God. Do I sound like a German or do I sound like an American trying to speak German badly? Oh, he did great. He did, he did really you. great. And it was so good that I wrote him much more German lines. In, into the <laughs> well, so it's, it's funny you say that, Zach, because uh, my junior year of high school, we did a play called Appointment with Death by Agatha Christie. Mm -hmm. And um, we had um, my... She was. She ended up being my senior year teacher for uh, English. Uh, her husband is from Yorkshire, and he worked with someone who was from Lancashire. And my character had to speak in the Lancashire accent. Um, my oh yeah, my counterpart Mary. She had to speak in a Yorkshire accent. So they were in there teaching us how to do the accent one day. And like even in the script, it's written the way the accent's supposed to be spoken. So the Lancashire accent had to uh, have the H's dropped and everything like that. Yeah. And Joel can probably tell you, he was probably ready to kill me because I'd talk in that accent every time I was in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Anytime we stepped foot in that theater, I had to talk in the accent. It took me so long to drop the accent. Dude, he would try to pick up girls in that accent and I'd be like, he's not it really. Worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> I used to get better tips when I worked food service by uh, greeting customers and pretending I was British. So it does work. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And I actually <laughs> did get a girlfriend using that accent, Joel. Thank you very much. It ended poorly, but I still got one. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. You were there for that one. I will say one thing that Zach does really good is the shouting. Like, anytime a character has to, like, shout, like, I don't know like inspirational quote or like uh just being like oh shit they're zerging and he's like uh like his voice cracks or something it's just like yeah i was like dang that's really good thank <laughs> like, you it Those is it really like is yes <laughs> so because we are running out of time we went over just a little bit um any final thoughts? Uh, Anna, Zach, you can give final thoughts to Joel and I. Joel and I, we have our final thoughts for you guys. Uh, Joel, I'll let you go ahead and start it off. Final thoughts. You go first. <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> I, okay. Uh, as I stated in my review, uh, overall, absolutely amazing. It was such a good book. Uh, the performance was perfect. I actually felt like these characters... Uh, there wasn't like an actual script. Like it would just, it felt so natural the way these characters interacted. I love the character development that we get from Kai at the beginning where he's kind of insecure and doesn't really know what he's doing to, you know, Kai being the heroic badass he is at the end of the book. And, you know, like he ends up paying for that, obviously, but just, he does such a good job. The chemistry between certain characters, Topher and Lex, love it absolutely love it it's so <laughs> damn adorable i it gets me like i knew there was going to be some something between those two i love it oh, just wait, book two. <laughs> oh i can't wait i cannot wait 
I, I need cry. more of that. He's gonna cry, I bet with you. And take, let's take a bet. I don't know if that's a good cry or a bad cry. He's gonna cry. You're gonna cry. It's okay. Damn it. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I I will have my camera ready for when I get to that moment so you can just see the tears going down my face. So you'll, I, you can post yeah. it. Uh, You're just I'm, gonna I'm post good. a vi- or like a a picture of it and send it to her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, you made the lolly cry. <laughs> All right, Joel. It's now time for your final thoughts. I just my final thoughts. Okay. Yes. Uh, I love this book. I can't wait until I start reading. Uh, Behind Blue Eyes, and also book two. Uh. The mechanics were amazing uh, and original. Um, voice acting was good. Great. Amazing. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'll settle for good. <laughs> no, it was it was great. Um, uh, yeah. If like you're in the mood for like a cyberpunk uh, book or even like the Tessota scenes were like really, really awesome. I loved, uh, like, if you're in an ESO mood, uh, this series is really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I, I am, I am so excited. This was like so, so, so good for my soul. You know, to to hear all of that, how much you guys enjoyed it, and how much, how, how, the feelings I wanted uh, to to bring actually reached you as readers and this is something that makes me incredibly happy because you know i am at the end of the day i, I write because i want people to have a good time and, and enjoy story and forget everything else and just be there and this is this is this is the biggest goal i have and when i see that like with you guys how much you you could delve into it and how much you enjoyed it. This is just for me. That's my that makes my day. That makes my week. That make my makes my month. <laughs> so um, thank you very much. I am very happy, and I I can promise you, you will like book two even more. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm I'm probably not going to bed at a decent time tonight because I'm going to be reading more of book two. I'm just I'm going to be diving in. I can't help it. <laughs> Uh, Zach, we'll pass it to you, man. Sure. So, you know, I always say when people ask me, like, what's the most important story to me that I've ever done? My answer necessarily as a craftsman has to be the one I'm reading right now, because it's got to sound like that whenever yeah. I read through. But what I will say is for a story like this, this is the kind of story that I remember and hold on to because it reminds me why I love my job. Like, you know, you're not going to every story, you're, some are going to resonate with me more than others, of course. That's just how you respond to art. Some resonate, some doesn't, but whatever it is, I've got to make it sound like it matters. Every ounce of fun you hear in that book, that was totally real. Like, this is something that I will always be happy that I got to narrate. It was just such a blast. And like, if I'm ever having one of those days where I'm like, oh, my voice hurts or, oh man, you know, it's like, I'm going to sound like I love this story, but it might not be my favorite. Like, this is like, no, you're going to get to do stuff like this if you keep this up. So just yeah. thank you for that. And I'm really glad you guys enjoyed it as much as you did because the, like, it's, it's always, it's always really gratifying for me, you know, because to, to hear that the performance I put into it brought out elements of the story in that way. And 
it's really just a blast to talk to people like like you guys. So thank you very much. It was an honor. Oh, we're, we, we, we appreciate well, you guys so much. Like, yeah, we really we're glad do. to have you on and we are excited to have you back. Um, Anytime. Yeah, Anytime we're, we're, we're bringing you guys back for book two and also <laughs> behind blue eyes, possibly. Anytime. We hope so. I, I, I would love to. I would love to hear what you think of the second book and yeah, blue eyes. Um, yeah, please. Um, this was a blast. I knew it would be a blast, but it was even more a blast than I thought it would be. So, oh, hey, Rich. Fantastic show. Cool. Uh, before we do plugs really quickly, uh, Joel and I like to do this little fun thing where we say, hey, what have we been reading? What are we looking forward to? Uh, Joel, two titles you've been reading real quick. Uh, you can do the big one into one if you want. Um. Yeah, so I recently just finished the cradle series which is a cultivation book um and that book 10 just hit really hard it was it was good um and then i also finished dungeon core online book two which uh yeah which i can't even i can't even start here uh like how great that book was um and then I just started the Heartfire Healer series, which is a spinoff of the Viridian Gate series. Um, but it is uh, written by uh, Easy Godhand. Godhand, yeah. Um, and she does such a great job with like uh, how the like healer class. Uh, is played and like uh yeah um so if like you like like a healer and you're looking for a little rpg uh that was a really good one uh yeah rich uh what you been reading uh i other than you know cyber squad and getting through behind blue eyes and cyber squad level two on my kindle uh for audio i just finished book two of dungeon core online and also the um, Heartfire series for VGO. I just finished that first book today. I just started Darklands Online, um, and I will be finishing that tomorrow. And so far, it's really, really good. And then Tuesday, the third book in the Weapons and Wielders series by Andrew Rowdrops, and I've already got that pre-ordered. I'm just really looking forward to 27 hours of Nick Podell. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm. I'm really at right now uh but seriously if you guys are any at all interested if you listen to all of our spoilers and stuff please for the love of god check out cyber squad it is so damn good i cannot preach it enough do not sleep on this series i say this for a lot of books but please do not sleep on this series it is oh it's so good all right now that I've uh, gotten that out and gotten all of my emotions riled up, because I'm actually sweating at this point, we're going to do plugs. So um, we'll go ahead and we'll do this in kind of reverse order. Zach, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me on my website, www.zachjvo.com. Links to all my socials are there. Uh, of particular interest is my YouTube channel. I'll be starting that back up in January where I'll be doing um, videos of me recording in the booth. So you get to see me doing all of the gestures that uh, Rich so astutely guessed. We'll see how many. Yes. 
You should you should play a game where you don't look at the video and then watch it and see how many you call. Uh, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a drinking game, and every time I get one wrong, at the, at the at your rate of success, you might be dead by the end of that. No, uh, anytime I get it wrong, that's when I drink. There you go. Then you're just oh, gonna be get it wrong. Yeah, so I'll be yeah. sober the entire time. Perfect. But yeah, <laughs> Zach J. And all of my <laughs> you can find there. Um, you can get in touch with me via email, that website as well. And uh, yeah, I hope to get in touch with as many of you as possible. I love interacting with listeners. Well, we love having you on. Uh, Anna, where can people find you? Uh, well, I, I'm very active on social media. I am on Twitter, as you know. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I even have two um, Facebook accounts for my two different pen names. And uh, well, my, my, this is my, my main author name and a variation of it is my pen name. Um, so, well, I, I, it's always, it's always uh, a combination of my, of my first name and last name, uh, Anna Mosikat, it's uh, Anna and then M-O-C-I-K-A-T. And I also have a website with my first name, my last name. Um, but very, yeah, very easy way to get in, in touch with me is definitely on Twitter where I'm really, really active or um, on my website, you can subscribe to my newsletter. It comes with a free short story and um, it's the easiest way to get in touch with me because you can simply reply to any of the emails you get from me and I certainly will also reply to you because I love communicating with my readers. So, um, yeah, please get in touch. I would love to hear what you think and um, just get to know each other. I can, I can say that uh, she's absolutely 100% true on the uh, social media thing. I've, I've had many conversations with her just at leading up to this episode. So I'll definitely check out her stuff and sex as well. Uh, now, I guess, Joel, what are you plugging? Uh, I am... I don't know. Plug in Twitter uh, at Sir Valor Hunter. Uh, check it out. I don't know. Um, I'm planning on doing some uh, design, uh, graphic design uh, episodes on Twitch. So I would love to just do that and chat about lit RPG. Uh, that sounds like a fun time. So look forward to that soon. Um that is also at Sir Valor Hunter uh on Twitch. Uh yeah. Hey Rich, where can they find you? Uh you can always find me over at Rich Dolphus on Twitter. Uh that's my main account, but I also handle all the social media and stuff for stats on stats. So if you go to Twitter, it's uh stats on stats lit. Um we have the business email for stats on stats where it's uh, just stats on stats lit rpg at gmail.com so if you have like submissions or stuff like that or stuff you want us to check out either tag me on twitter or just uh email it to me uh zeckler took full advantage of that last week or last episode and tagged like six or seven authors in the uh post as soon as the episode ended so thank you for that <laughs> Um, I, would like, I would like to add something, if, if I may, mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. about my books, if, uh, or find me, the easiest way to find me is actually on Amazon, if you put in Behind Blue Eyes, 
Uh, the first that will come will be my book, and the same with Cyber Squad. If you put in the Cyber Squad into into uh, Amazon, my book will be the first that will come up. So it's easier to find my books than me because my name is strange and uh, no one knows how to how to write it. But uh, you can really easily find um, my books everywhere because the titles are easy and they can show up at the top. Yeah, I, I won't lie. I did actually have a little trouble pronouncing your last name until I heard Zach uh, pronounce it in the audio book. So, yeah, it's yeah, that was, uh, it's, it's a unique name and I love it. But uh, you can also find me on Twitch at Rich Dolphus, where I've uh, been streaming Pokemon Unite, Pokemon Pearl and also Monster Hunter recently. I'll probably stream some Halo or something at some point. But you can also find me here on Penultimate Conquest, where I've been guests on the Cross Media Show, Penultimate Game Show, and uh, Anime Nation. Because I, I, I love my job. I love my job here. It's a good time. But for all things that is lit RPG, game lit, or cultivation, this has been Stats Hold on up. Stats. I hope you... Oh, wait. What, Joel? Joel? Uh, we need to talk about what we're doing for next episode. Oh, Yeah. Uh, next episode, we have Harmon Cooper on, and that'll be on the 5th of December. And as of right now, the final episode of the year will be on the 19th, and that will be with Mr. Alaron Kong, where Joel and I will pretty much just be gushing over the land for two hours. Because, <laughs> yeah. But... As I started to say, uh, for all things Lit RPG, uh, Game Lit, Cultivation, Dungeon Core, this has been Stats on Stats, and we hope you have a wonderful night. Yay. Yay. <laughs>